0: We're back. I'm back. Carlo's not back. Fuck that guy. Um, but I have got a replacement to Carlo uh, today. Um, two replacements, in fact. Uh, two people who, if anybody was watching uh, the German Nationals this weekend, you may recognize them. Um, so today, we're joined by Ilya. Sat Hi, over there.
1: thank you very much for having me on. <laughs> First time on stats, actually, after I such a believe- long time.
0: I, I do not believe Hi. I can't believe that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we've known Ilya, obviously, from Tabletop Warden for a long time now, uh, from, uh, since sorry, I mean, basically before Turning Around even started. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, Ilya's, Ilya's an absolute legend. Uh, and above me today, a man who most people don't even recognize and don't even know who this person is. Um, he's unknown in the community. No one's ever heard of him. Do you want to introduce yourself quickly?
2: Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the chance to make myself known here. So yeah, I'm Lux. <laughs>
0: Yes, the, the infamous Larks, uh, again, someone that uh, I've been having conversations on and off with for some time, uh, all the way back, again, pre-Tourney Ground, all the way back in NRG1, right? When uh, you took it to the final against Ariakas and the start of one of the best rivalries in 1.6 that we had uh, in uh, Clarence versus Larks. Um, absolute legendary rivalry. Uh, what was the final result of that back in the Stark mirror? It was, because he won the first one right then you won the second one did i mean
2: yeah i, I don't want to be flexing or something but i think it was 2-1 ah uh,
0: yeah that's not flexing that's just being honest Lark. there's nothing wrong with that right uh so you did beat him and as we know i mean ariakas is on enough uh on 20 earn uh, stats enough um but yeah so this guy's better than clarence he's better than ariakas what can we say um that's all that matters
2: uh, I would love to play against him soon, so maybe that could take him back here. So, yeah. we so can go. say that.
0: Yeah, I see that.
2: Yeah, I see. Hit me up.
0: That's what <laughs> it's about, right? That was that was like a really weird, like, uh, online dating moment, where it's like, oh, hit, hit me up, dude. We haven't spoken in a while. A uh, after a he bit. kind of <laughs> threw away the number after the acrimonious breakup that they had uh, when he beat him 2-1. <laughs> um, all right, then. All right. So, um, if anybody doesn't know, the main piece of news from this week, uh from Simon, is that well, nothing. Nothing happened this week for Simon. Um but we did have specifically from I mean Asmodee, right? Technically, uh was the German Nationals, um which was uh it was a an Asmodee event, right, Ilya? Um
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah it 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 was actually the first um Official Asmodee Germany organized play event since two thousand nineteen, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, it's not just German nationals, right? We, we talk about German nationals in a second, obviously, but it is actually an Asmodee play like organized play, national event happening. Uh, you weren't the only ones there. Um, I caught the stream, there was Legion, uh, quite a large Legion tournament. Exactly, um, exactly. Was there another one as well? There was another game?
1: Um, Armada, Armada and X-Wing were also present.
0: Yep. Right, cool. So it was like a big Star Wars Fest then, basically. Exactly, Exactly. Thrones. we were
1: the only high fantasy guys there. So we kind of uh, you know, stuck out, out of the crowd. Everyone was running around with Star Wars t-shirts and stuff and we were like, okay, <laughs> we just have normal swords, I guess. <laughs>
0: oh uh, right that's a really weird thing to come on and admit i have a normal sword uh anyway <laughs> um yeah awesome. awesome awesome i mean obviously it's great um and uh and for yourself larks you know playing in a song tournament it's not your first time um and going on to it's it's weird right and we'll come on to it. we've spoken about it before briefly um you kind of won both events kind of, in that you topped day one undefeated um, in four rounds, and then went undefeated on day two with three rounds, undefeated again. Um, And thankfully, I mean, this is the one thing that I was really thankful for. Um, Which we'll talk about in more detail later on. Uh, You didn't see any mirror matchups, right? I don't think. Um, Which is really important, I think. If you're going to go undefeated, it's Better for the undefeated player to play against more people, um, because it means you're getting a much better showing. Whereas if you'd have played like, not saying it could happen, but if you'd have played like two or three people on day two that you'd played on day one, it was like, ah, that kind of sucks because it's the same matchup again, and you proved that you were better the first time. And it's nice to have give someone a second shot, but we also expect the outcome. Um, so yeah, being able to beat, I think it was like five in total. I think I counted them up. Ends up being like five of the top eight that you end up matching up against across the weekend. Um and you beat all of them, obviously. So uh so that's pretty good, I'd say. Um so Well done. Yeah, obviously well done.
2: Uh, I was I was really happy to touch the mirror though. Like there were so many Free Frogs players yeah. around and I didn't technically prepare for it that much. Like I prepared for a lot of stuff but not especially for the mirror Mm -hmm. and just relied on having like the best designed men's list and maybe I'll play them. So that was my only thing I had up my, like my pocket. and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but I, I was lucky to touch them, obviously.
0: Ah, maybe, maybe talk about that mirror in a minute uh, or later on. Um, But yeah. Okay, cool. So, I mean, um, uh, Ilya, I don't know if you wanted to spend some time just explaining, the event and uh you know don't have to go into nitty gritties and things like that but just uh obviously you can talk about the format if you want we already knew the rules if anyone doesn't know the rules are up here uh you can also find them on stats um but the rules for the event and kind of like how you as like the essentially the to on the day was like managing it and i obviously do want to talk about that amazing stream that you guys did um and then we'll we'll talk about uh larks and larks's lists i guess uh, so yeah Go on.
1: yeah sure 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 so I, I'm not gonna uh, lie this was the first big tournament I ever organized in my entire life so I never had any experience beforehand and um, yeah for me it was quite a challenge I'm not, I'm not gonna even pretend that it was easy and um, it was stressful like I slept I think 10 or 12 hours now after I um, you know come back yesterday um, yeah but I think the most important Part to point out here is we received like a huge amount of support from SMD Germany. Like a big shout out to the guys, especially to the community manager at Germany, um, Marco Reinatz. Um, he was in contact with us the entire time. Mm-hmm. He was also present during the entire event and he also congratulated the winners of the tournament uh, in person. Um, so for him, it was like, um, did they try to push their systems as good as they can? Therefore, they really. Dedicated their time and all their um, resources into this event. Um, like, we felt that, and we are very, we really appreciated that. So, Marco not only organized like banners, like official banners, he also organized tables. Uh, we were in contact with Kraken War Games and in contact with him together so that we can print like exclusive uh, limited print run tactic boards and game mats. And um, it was awesome. And regarding the structure of the event, we had some guidelines that we had to, you know, keep up basically the entire thing with, uh, okay, we have on on Saturday the, um, the, the typical Swiss format and then on Sunday we have the top cut with eight players also in uh, the Swiss format. This was something that was given out to us. We were supposed to basically play it out this way. Because all the other systems that were present uh, during this event also played a top cut. So, for example, Legion had a, I think, 16 players top cut, something like that, with elimination. And Mm -hmm. Armada had eight, and X-Wing also eight. So, therefore, we had to go for eight as well. But we didn't choose the elimination format because we think that's not very representative for a game. It's, I think, personally, I think elimination is shit. Like, let's not go (laughs) to pretend. Like... If you're facing off against Daniel Larks in the the first match in an elimination game, you're out, right? Well, that's kind of, I don't know. I don't want to kick out players. I want to have them like to have the full experience to play out free games, gather some experience, try their best and have a great time. And we also kind of realized that, for example, Legion, when people got kicked out, A lot of people left the venue. Like, there's nothing for me to watch right now, and therefore I just can, you know, go home at this point. But in our case, people gathered around the tables, watched all the games. It was very fascinating to see. And even players from other systems were around those tables. And also the Asmodee employees watched those games. So we were very pleased with how how things went down, actually. yeah.
0: I think um, I really wanted to pick up on uh, one of the things you said, or a couple of things, actually. But... um yeah obviously like personally i think elimination has a place but i think if you're running an elimination style event you really have to do it up front and i don't think a nationals type event is the place for that um i think that you can do that if you were running like a four round event maybe or you wanted to do something with that where there was something alternative for the day or something like um like for example uh The Invitational that Carlo's running at the LGT, that is Swiss, it's not going to be Eliminatory, I believe, Um, or it might be Elimination, I can't remember, I don't know, it's not Elimination, I'm fairly sure it's Swiss, Um, but it's seeded Swiss for the first round, which you could do for Elimination, right, you could do a seeded Elimination bracket and then it would work. but I think you have to have something alternative for players to do, uh, players to play in, like, an ELO event, for example, or games, you know, ELO games or something on the side. Because, as you say, I think the worst thing you can do is have people, like, lose their great game one and just go. Um, yes. And
1: exactly.
0: And it's one of the unfortunate, you know, you were put in the position where you had to have this top cut. Uh, not your choice, you know, it's that's just what you were given. Um, and so you opt for the, the, the Swiss over that elimination. So at least the players that you do get back are all in, enticed to stay. Um, and as it turns out, right, we were speaking, talking about it earlier, um, you had probably about half or slightly more than half of people from day one come back, right? You had the, the eight players playing in the event, but then, what, was it about like 13, 14 extra players around? Um, just kind of like chilling, playing other games and stuff like that, which is perfect. Um but yeah elimination yeah invitation is not
1: elimination um, um but yeah that is correct, so we were very happy about the fact that people returned on Sunday didn't just leave yeah we had a couple of players who actually get you know they needed to get back home because they were like okay i have things to do and uh, we totally understand that thing but most of the players returned on sunday and still watched the games played out and we also had a small side event going where eight players for example still attended it was basically a game mode we created just for this event and uh, it was designed for four players like a team based game and then Half throughout the game, did, those teams broke up, so we had a free-for-all then going on it. They had a blast. They had a re- really great time. I was, um, yeah, very happy about that.
0: Uh, we'll talk about that later on, Leah, probably, because um, obviously <laughs> uh, we spoke about it before the event, uh, played in like a yeah. demo version of the game. Uh, exactly. I, w- I do want to talk about that in a bit more kind of detail uh, from a non-tournament angle, of course. Um, but yeah, no, awesome, awesome. Um, the last thing I was gonna pick up on is you said, oh, we had these like custom game boards and like game uh, tactics boards and things like that. I mean, if anyone hasn't seen these, these are sick. <laughs> um, I mean, oh yes, Ilya, you're biased. Larks, you got to use this in the game. What did you think?
2: Like from a player's perspective, they were really, really cool, really useful. Everything you need to have, like. Even for these weird secret missions um, <laughs> stuff, so which I'm not a fan of. But yeah, that was good. We yeah, we, we accounted for that as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was I gotta say, like from from an aesthetic standpoint, like I think it was designed by Yannick, right?
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, Basically, he took that part over. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah awesome. Always like great work, and I was very tempted to just uh, roll one up and uh, yeah, get it into my bag. But me well, too, actually.
0: Yeah. Uh, I won't. I won't tell anybody about the secret pictures you took then daniel because i saw that third <laughs> that third bag that you left the hotel with uh, oh wow okay <laughs> okay that's it's <that's>, uh, interesting <laughs> um yeah no i mean i, I was talking with yourself uh Ilya. they are brilliant um okay. i saw when you when you put the images up and you said oh look we got these i looked at it and thought that's just fantastic um,
1: and and w- and without you know to brag here like those pictures and the stream doesn't even do them justice in my opinion like Mm -hmm. if you see them in your like if you have them in your hands the quality is just amazing they're they're top-notch and also the colors are bright and you know they just they just look really really good and i was glad that they looked that way because to be completely honest with you i just saw them like two days before the event started so i was so nervous about all this uh you know game ad stuff i was just happy that those turned out to be in such a great quality yeah and big shout out to croc Games and tobias who's basically the ceo of this company he just basically told us okay you you need some game ads let's design some custom ones I'm i'm totally fine with that and yeah
0: that's i i i know from a player perspective um and from the community side and i you know Lark's even saying himself there. He'd love to have one. You obviously want one. I know for a fact that if these went to retail, even if it was just, what, you'd have had 16 mats from the weekend. Yes, Um, exactly. Even if it was just like, here, we've got 16 mats for sale, first come, first serve. I'm 99% sure they would all get bought up in literally seconds. Yeah. so, yeah,
1: I'm 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 kind of convinced as well because after we yeah. showed the first pictures even people from uh the US uh from from the UK everyone reached out to us and was like okay where can I get those mats <laughs> and I was like uh, guys this was a limited print run but we uh, we were really trying to get those into retail. I have to uh contact uh Kraken War Games to buy us here because at this point we are we are kind of something like friends and uh, I think we can figure something out yeah
0: I mean you've literally got two people in chat right now saying they want one so (laughs) like if if nothing else they'll sell what (laughs) probably about 40 or 50 at this rate if this i I think so yeah yeah
1: Um, i just i just hope people don't have a problem with our logo being on there because well it's it's, you know shameless self-advertisement but
0: i i wouldn't have a problem with it on there (laughs) And anyway, if I bought one, I'd just get a sticker that said a song of ice and fire stats and like glue it over the top badly.
1: Wow, okay. (laughs) Okay, I see where this is going. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Uh,
0: No. Um,
2: I may may add something, because the custom custom game ads as well felt like very cool, where you had this Mm -hmm. grayed out zones for the objectives, um, where you had the 10 inch line and stuff. So it it was really like kind of a TTS feeling in a way that you could set up the game real quick. That was uh, also very handy.
1: I'm- yeah, we we, we tried to simulate that as much as possible, actually. So Kraken had also designed those tactic boards for us. So those 4 by 4 game mats were also designed by Kraken. They basically integrated a deployment zone, uh, 10 inches, and also the objective markers. Like You can see them like slightly on the game mat, so you mm-hmm. can put down those tokens on top of them, and basically you're ready to go and play. I think the only issue was that the objective markers in the corners were slightly off, like by half an inch, but we informed the players beforehand about that, yeah.
0: Right, I mean, that that really is neither here nor there, in the grand scheme of things. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I reckon, I saw the deployment line, because I remember watching it in um, in Lark's final game. Um, I saw the deployment line and was like, huh, uh, they got lines written on them? Uh, it's like that chalk or something I didn't know. I just, oh, yeah, I they do. Like, it was one of those times where I kind of registered it, and then did not actually think about it any further. I just went, oh, it's just a line. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I didn't realize that the mats were custom as well. Uh, Larks, thanks for pointing that out. Um, that is amazing. Like That is honestly amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's great. That is uh, great. Right. I had a moment there where you said uh, you're trying to simulate the TTS feel as much as you can, and I just had a kind of like Moment of like what the fuck was going on because TTS was like developed by you know Sebastian Bartender to try and make it as much like real life gaming and then you've taken TTS and now you're simulating TTS, ah. yeah,
1: it's kind of weird, right? Ah. Yeah, yeah,
0: real life <laughs> has weird. become a simulation of a computer game at this,
1: at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Carlo is a we, we actually don't know if Carlo actually exists, so maybe he's an AI, so yeah, I,
0: you have not. never met him physically, it's true,
1: so. exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I only seen some pictures, but hey. Who knows? Yeah. And we, we
0: a... he yeah. just randomly appeared in the US, right? For all we know, they just downloaded his intelligence <laughs> right. into a robot.
1: <laughs> right, right, <So>. right, right.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> should we uh should we go on to talk about the event itself? Now, Larks, um your kind of like perspective of the event, uh you were playing in it. So not an organizer, none of that stress, none of that worry, none of that having to do awesome things. God, you really did nothing, didn't you, Lux? You just went along and played games. God, how was it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, like, I, I first of all got to, yeah, thank for the really great event organizing. That was such a nice professional event. Like, and yeah, even if it would have been, badly organized would have been great, I guess, because all the great people that came there and the community, yeah, after a long time where no real oh, big yeah. physical events were possible. And, yeah, it was just just so great to meet all these guys um, from the German scene. We had these so awesome Netherlands, like, uh, yeah, guys uh, from the Netherlands there. Yeah. Big so, shout-out to them. Yeah, amazing people, like, really um, amazing players, amazing guys. Such, yeah, such a party. and And, yeah, but then it came... On top that the event was brilliantly organized and um like yeah from from a player's perspective there was nothing uh, I could wish for mm-hmm. and awesome. if Don't I like to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> really like I've never been to be honest like on TTS I played of course like big tournaments but I've never been to a 32 player event like and mm-hmm. I see that it's a lot of effort to to organize this well and um yeah we had the stream I could meet, meet bartender and like yeah give my, yeah. my shout out to him so that was. Just, yeah, yeah.
1: just to interrupt you, big shout-out to Bartender here. So yeah, he he designed the mod, but he also made the stream happen. So without him, we wouldn't have live oh, wow. coverage of, of this event. So big shout-out to Sebastian here. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: he's a, it's an absolute legend of the scene at the moment. Yeah, he, um, is.
1: he is. He's just amazing. I was like, yeah. hey, buddy, we need the stream set up. Can you manage it? He, he said to me, i never done stuff like that ever before, but he got it figured out. So And he's already improving. Like He's preparing for the next event.
0: Can we yeah. borrow him for London? <laughs> hey, perhaps
1: if you if you can you know um, make the flight happen, I'm sure you will you will be
0: there. Oh, I'm so tempted. <laughs> anyway, yes, uh, do continue, do continue, Larks.
2: Sure, sure. Like <laughs> like from from a mere player perspective, like analyzing the field and stuff, it was um, in a way a pretty standard tournament, one should say, or like mm-hmm. the the guys and. Oh, the, the the armies that were brought, um, the factions that were brought—that was like pretty pretty expected in a way. Like, if you're following the meta, if you're following stats, like I think what it showed, it showcased like two things: like stats work, and the game works. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah. there was the game works because there were people bringing neutrals, and yeah, I was so happy to to meet uh, LM in person. Uh, uh, and yeah, he made it to the third spot, man. Like What the hell? And that's a great um, sign for that player skill matters. So that's what I think um, is indicating the game works. And we still saw like every faction we had that. I mean, we had one Greyjoy, but there may be other reasons for that. Mm -hmm. And still like you could see the top stuff performing well. You could see the top factions, but you had um, obviously unexpected things that I think could be attributed to player skill. And that was like, That's why I was um, very happy with the event overall, like how it felt and
0: stuff. Mm -hmm. I think one of the big things, obviously, uh, one of the big things we picked out, um, which is a positive thing, but uh, I'll move on to a slight negative that we did notice, which is a bit of a shame, uh, nothing to do with uh, players or anything like that. Um, But we saw, you know, we saw the Free Folk specifically um, and Night's Watch, uh there weren't that many Night's Watch players and what was interesting was the Night's Watch didn't do overall that well. Um but specifically John, uh, in the shape of Gabo, Gabriel, made it into the top eight. Um then outside of that there were kind of like the odd kind of off what we might call off meta. I know that NACLA, uh I was talking to him before and I know that you trained with him a lot, Larks. Um, he, uh, I have to give him a shout I, I have to say his name correctly because he was teaching me how to say this the other week or trying to. Um, Nachtalb is, that, I think, Did, his, yeah? yeah, that's exactly. very good. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. there you go. So do, do take the shit in. Um, but he, uh, he lost to a nine activation Stark list, which oh, oh, uses yeah. traps yeah. and things like this, um, which we spoke about on stats like two months ago. Um, so I'm sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, but I know that he was looking to do well and obviously got uh, found his misfoots there. But yeah, a lot of the other Night's Watches we see. I was interested to see that they didn't do as well as, as we thought they might do, though. Um, and I do wonder if that is kind of like traditional Night's Watch in that we're seeing them. Um, I think people know that they're good, so people are now preparing for them properly. And so the good Night's Watch players with the good Night's Watch builds can still do okay but those like, medium-level players with builds that maybe aren't fully optimized might really, really struggle because the stuff they're facing into is like designed to counter them. Um, and that's in, in, in some ways, that's a good thing, right? It's a good thing in the meta that, that that's happened. Uh, but it does suck if you're a Night's Watch player. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we saw Targs. I mean, Targs, surprisingly, I was really surprised by this. Targs, on day one, had a yeah. 71% win rate.
2: I think they are still like the highest. Like, isn't Carl Drogo like from the series stuff like the highest performing? Yeah, win rate. Yeah,
0: like seventy-five you know, yeah. percent win rate for Drogo, yep. which is like great <laughs> for a commander. Um, and the faction had you know it was I won't say it had low representation like the neutrals and Greyjoys that we saw, but of the non zero kind of like one of factions it was on the lower end of the representation scale and it still did quite well which is fantastic um free folk were the highest picked i don't know if that's because free folk are good at the moment or if that the player base that you managed to get had a lot of free folk players i don't know um i know that you play well if anyone doesn't know Larks's mo and what he picks Larks picks whatever he thinks is the strongest, and he's not a power gamer per se. That people call or call power gaming. He just picks whatever's the best because he wants to win events. And he picked mance, picked free folk. Is uh, yes. is that because you think they're the strongest?
2: Uh, yeah. But to be fair, like I now that I won the um, Targaryen starter, which I'm really happy about. I <laughs> own like every faction, and I play every faction. So that's uh. Oh, wow. one, okay. one one yeah. thing I I try to do like. I don't know, a couple of years ago when I saw that from other players and thought it's a good idea because I want to be like, know the game very well that uh, belongs to being a top player. And so I play everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as you said, like obviously for a tournament like the German Nationals, where I got to be honest, I I wanted to win and I tried to and I prepared for. And so I picked what I think is the best. And like, I think mance is the best. So I picked double men's, double variation. We can talk about that later maybe. And like I do think that Free Fork has the upper end, especially against Night's Watch, if played well, if played correctly. So yeah, and they can deal with everything else, basically. Mm -hmm. They have some troubles in like niche situations and stuff, but you can prepare for it. And if you if you're aware, if um not everything goes wrong, like you always have the chance to win on the day. Mm -hmm. Very well. So yeah. Yeah,
0: That was my thought I do think the Night's Watch kind of matchup is by far the hardest. Um, yeah. I think it is. I, I do, you know, and we can talk about it later on uh, a little bit. But I do think it's almost fifty-fifty. I think it if the if if it's a John like nine activation style hunter list against the man nine acti- the man's nine activation style list. I think it really comes down to obviously player skill. But if we're talking about two very very skilled players, I think card draw and kind of like dice rolling, ends up being the deciding factor, which is fine if both players are very, very good. Um, if the matchup is that close, then that's a good matchup, and it's by far my favorite matchup to play into. Uh, I think there's so many levels to it, as you probably know, Larks. There's like... There's this surface level, our traps are good in Sunters, and then there's this whole other like level of discovery. There's a little bit more, of,
2: to, it, yeah. there's a little bit more to it, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's <Next> like... <laughs> so many levels of like discovery that you go down and it's like well hang on if my opponent does this in this turn this is what it means for the rest of this turn which means i can't play these cards and there's so many little kind of like shenanigans that happen uh be, yeah like
2: it. i had to prepare for some like even more untraditional things here because i knew like there were at least two uh very good like night watch players like Nachtalp, mm-hmm. and even more like threatening from my perspective Gabo because mm-hmm. I I met him at Leipzig and I know I recognized like great guy, great player. Nothing yeah. to say about like Gabo's really awesome. nose. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I played then against him with Greyjoys, I think, which which I brought to Leipzig. And he beat me with Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to have a revenge game on TTS with Refog and I, I won. But like what is he do? he's doing? He's not playing the strictly meta stuff, like nine activation and maybe Othil and so on. But he's bringing eight and Corrin. And that's like something you don't see that often. And mm-hmm. it's like can be a big headache. And he knows how to use them. Like I think especially in, in the game we had, it wasn't the optimal use. That's yeah, given, but he knows how to use them. And and that's like something uh yeah, you have to think about as well, right? Because if well used it can break your neck. Not so much against Free fork maybe, but um yeah, still that's that's something unconventional there.
0: Mm certainly be interesting to see it play out a lot more i'd love to see his um at some point i should see uh see if he wants to talk about it and see uh how he thinks the list should work out yeah. um and kind of like what his thought process going into it is because it is certainly very different not something we see elsewhere and it did prove to do quite well um against certainly a lot of the other stuff in the in the game um yeah so i mean uh i also wanted to give a shout out to luke uh luke johnson uh lj uh, yeah. or lm a songwriter some fire, uh, for running neutrals and as we spoke about before making the top eight cut and coming third in both days is that right yeah, yeah. came third uh, at yeah. the end ben of it, both days yeah. um, yep. two losses across the whole weekend uh once against yourself lux in uh what was a very interesting game i believe um was it yeah No, it wasn't you he lost to in the first day, was it? It was the other Free Folk player, and it was you he lost to in the second day.
2: Second day, yeah. First game on the second day.
0: First game on the second day, that's right. Um, Where, yes, you did the the whole Mounts Raider thing and killed him. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, I mean, well done for that, for taking neutrals as as well as he did. Uh, Running what is now becoming kind of like somewhat standard. We see Ramsey in Cutthroats. We see Cutthroats. We see Flayed Men. But he also ran a roost list that had Bolton Gar- Girls, which is a bit different. We don't see the Bolton Barcay Girls come out as often. So that's an interesting take there for the roos list. Um, and I don't hate it. I understand why the, the Girls are in the list for things like token generation. Um, yeah, I think, you know what? I think it's uh, it's a positive um, that well, we up. see a neutral player up there. Uh, and that leads me into the next question that, L- that Lockerbury had asked in chat. Uh, Larks do you think neutrals is a faction
2: I think if Luke plays them yes
0: <laughs> 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 that is the best uh, most diplomatic answer we've heard on uh, Tony Ground for some time <laughs> um, and say so, oh yeah Luke's saying they're ruthless of the relentless yeah definitely um, and yeah uh, lost against Timberwolf day one but then beat him on day two uh, which we'll come on to in a second so Day one, um, four games, you gave, was it two hours and a quarter or something like that for rounds?
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, two hours and 15 minutes yeah. for each round.
0: Now, Larks, so two hours and 15 minutes. Do you think that that's enough time? Do you think it's too long? Do you think you'd want three hours? Would you rather play four hours? Fuck it, one game a day. <laughs>
2: Yeah, maybe I'm I'm known for being a, a little bit um, slow in playing from my old times, but I I try to improve. I try to work on myself. I even had a clock with me on the day. <laughs> I I asked like pretty much all of my opponents whether they want to play with clock, but nobody said yes. So I don't didn't Fair want enough. to pressure them. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I think that was a a, a good time. I think the games would have been a little bit more stressful. I, I could think of a few games where I myself would have been a little bit stressed, not because of the my time, but like my opponent. Like, mm-hmm. I think I would have been hmm, a little bit nervous and maybe would have asked him to, to play a little bit um, quick quicker. Yep, and like, yeah. So that, I was happy uh, how that worked out. Also, we had like a lot of breaks between the games. Mm-hmm. So we, like, I think um, it was... It was very, very, um, good how it was designed, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. It certainly felt, it felt like, from a viewer perspective, Mm -hmm. that you started very early. Like, for me, it felt very early, like, I get up late on a Saturday morning, usually, and it felt like you'd already started round one, like, a long time before I'd got up. And, uh, and then it felt like you kept playing until way later than I expected. Um... Which is a good thing, right? sometimes yeah, it's a bit of a long day, but like having the ability to play these long days and have it kind of like a slower pace um is actually a positive thing, uh you know, if you've got the space and the time to do so um yeah, but no, yeah, if,
2: I, if i can add something to that yeah? because like that was unusual for sure, like playing the, until like what twenty thirty or something like
1: yeah, wow. yeah something or, yeah, something like, around that, yeah normally
2: you are done like. Six o'clock or six p.m. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was unusual. And I gotta say, I I had to get an extra coffee for the last game on the first <laughs> day. And yeah, yeah, that was um, that was cool for sure. It was felt cool, mm-hmm. but um, that that was something I was feeling on day two, like yeah, to say the least. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah sure. Th- there were a couple of things we had to keep in mind when we designed like the time schedule. So first of all, uh yes this is a german national so a lot of the competitive players will be there but also new players as well we actually had some people in the tournament that just you know bought a starter box because they saw the announcement for the for this for this event therefore they got into the game because we actually announced this yeah this tournament so and newer players, they they need a little bit more time. So we have to include them somehow into this tournament. We don't we don't want to stress them out. We don't have to be uh, you know stre- you know tell them to hey play faster and stuff like that because maybe they still need to learn the rules a little bit here and there. And that is totally fine because in my opinion, a tournament like especially such an official tournament is also supposed to be a like a living advertisement for this game right the community is meeting up they meeting each other for the first time it's a meet and greet for everybody involved so they they, they are supposed to have a great play experience there and don't want, we don't just don't want to put a lot of pressure on the players so we try to find a middle ground between including newer players and the experienced ones and i and i hope that these two hours and 15 minutes would have been enough and it turns out that most of the players actually felt that this was the case because we have some that are a little bit slower you know they tend to you know measure everything out and this is this is totally fine feel free to do that and um we just try to include them as much as possible there in this time schedule as well yeah
0: yeah no it's really good i mean you, you're touching on a point that um time and time again that we've we've spoke about when it comes to the LGT and other events that we try to run. But speci- anything that's specifically at these form of gaming events is that these gaming events are an advertisement for the game, ultimately, first and foremost. And, um, and as a result, a, it being a celebration of the game is better than being a tournament. So having people play the game and just doing what is good for the game health is more important than necessarily providing this kind of like very rigorous tournament dirty dirty duh that helps if you've got that in place because then people don't have to worry about oh what what what, how the hell does the next round work (laughs) but um but yeah ultimately it comes down to having this very kind of like we are showing the game off in trying to show off its best light with some of the best players in our area uh with the best people that we can find and we want it to be enjoyable. We want that to be community. And we want, like you were saying before, actually, uh, Ilya, you want people from other game systems to be coming over and saying, exactly. this looks awesome. What is it? Yes. Can I play? Um, yeah. And, 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 uh, and
1: this, yeah. And this was the case, just to interrupt you here. Like some uh, Armada players, not not Armada, but Legion players actually went over to our tables and were like, can you teach me this game? It looks very intriguing. And yeah, Thomas, who is also, big shout out, by the way, on Thomas, who can can't be here right now he was like uh he's um the chief of the Betburger tabletop if so he basically volunteered to be the like the grand to for this event right and uh he teach new players like the game at the event yeah so we got some legion players actually convinced that this is the better game system
0: <laughs> that's what i like to hear that is what i like yeah. to hear yeah um so yeah that, that that's fantastic that really is fantastic um cool. So day one, all round positive. Yeah? Yeah. All round positive. Two undefeated players at the end of day one, it was Larks and Flixe, Yorin, um with his Brathians. We also had uh LJ, uh Songrise and Song fire, making the top cut with his neutrals. We had a double Carl Drogo, uh Targaryen player in Gerd, um making the top uh, top four as well. Then finished off, we had Corny, uh, Pin, Timberwolf, and Gabo with Free Folk Targ, Free Folk Night's Watch, all rounding off the top eight, going into day two. Um, was there any seeding going into day two or anything? Or was it just like, here's eight players, we'll let it randomly decide who's getting paired? I'm guessing you don't know.
2: <laughs> it, was not, it, was, it wasn't seeded. For, it like, wasn't for my...
0: seeded, no right
2: no. that's fine
0: absolutely fine no. so into day two and uh, there was no random list changing people weren't allowed to go home and change their lists nope no nope. no no You I? were supposed
1: to Do play know. the list and play furiously
0: no none of that none of that here uh if anyone doesn't know gen con is not doing change lists but you know it's always nice to get some confirmation um okay so we're going to day two uh how are you feeling day two? You've only got eight players who are playing games today as a TO. That's a hell of a lot less to judge, right?
1: Oh, um, to correct you there. So yeah, we had like less uh, quote unquote, less things to judge, but I was very like nervous about, um, that, you know, some of those niche cases might pop up, so I was like always like running around the tables, looking looking out for everybody who has a question. And uh, for me, it was kind of stressful as well. I was worried a little bit, uh, especially because tarks tend to play barons and and this targeting thing is still—it's a pain in the ass. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna lie. I hate it. I just freaking hate it. And I wish um, Simon would, you know, streamline those targeting rules at some point so that. It would make my life much more easier. Let's put it that way.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, anyone who has watched Tony Ground the last couple of weeks will know we did when we talked about uh, targeting. It's just terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it.
1: I um, know, uh, <laughs> but, oh, by, and by the way, thank you, Miki. He also sent me like a document with this, uh, with all those targeting rules that the community basically summed up in one, in one PDF. Uh, it's still. It's still like a mess. Yeah. It is. Like Yeah. No. <laughs> but thank Lux. you for that.
0: <laughs> go on Lux. No, I just
2: I just wanted to say that uh, your this episode came in handy so to speak like <laughs> yeah. for, for everyone to to just um go back at it and uh yeah refresh the knowledge about the stuff and So it's... Yeah, but I think um I think there there weren't not that many cases at least for my like for my games I had like none I guess. And um, um what I witnessed like what... Yeah,
1: not that yeah. much, right? Yeah, you're you're totally right. I think we only had like a couple of questions throughout the entire tournament, actually. Some minor things that people maybe over, you know, over, some oversights, basically, but nothing drastically important. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that's important, right? That that is what's important is that you're not getting major rules disputes or anything like that, or things where like it's yeah. clear that people don't understand what's going on. Um. But yes, yeah, so that's that's good. Um, all right, then. So, we're into Day 2. Uh, apparently, thing like Ilya's running around like a headless chicken, making sure people are all right. Larks, so you're just rocking up, like, 11 o'clock, just in flip-flops, about to play Game 1. Yeah, I've got the got the setting right here. Uh, how do you feel going into Day 2? Just out of curiosity, with it being a top-8 cut, you know, going into Day 2, that, you know, the three games you've got are going to be against good players. You know, you you know you have to go into this day and win everything there's no oh i can accidentally drop a game and maybe still make it in kind of job anymore you you're going out to win all three games how did you feel
2: yeah like from my personal perspective i was like okay i got day one nice but like what what does it bring like i i was like if i wouldn't have made it to the top cut i would have been like really disappointed i guess Mm -hmm. and so that was yeah that was still feeling good of course but yeah i was very anxious and not so much about like because from then it meant like i had to win seven games in a row that's yes. like not nothing so and and yeah and i was like i didn't play against either luke or jerome so i was like hmm, maybe the two best players like in the in this uh tournament i still have to face so I was like not very confident. I mean, I, I know that I had a good chance of beating them if I did everything well, if things aligned and stuff, but still I was like, I had a big respect. And then obviously the first game right against Luke, I mean, I know that's neutrals and I have like from the matchup perspective from the faction versus faction, I have a big advantage right out of the gate. Um, And then even like it was, I think, um, Hold and Ready, which even further, like five objective game mode and stuff. And like, yeah. So, and he has like two cutthroats, so what is what is he what is his game plan basically like what is he supposed to do in this in this uh matchup but yeah, i was I had big respect, um not so much like from the list perspective, which I analyzed uh in the evening mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, so I was like, I think I can beat this stuff except for the mel casino, maybe, but because that's a casino and um and yeah, so, but I was scared of the players
0: mm-hmm. well, that's the important thing right is that we can talk about lists like we can break down a list analysis all day. Um, and we probably will get along to a little bit of that in a minute. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, it sounds to the players and how they play it. Um, it's interesting. I mean, obviously you ended up playing against, uh, LJ in game one. Uh, then you played Jerome and Felix, uh, in the final? Jesus Christ, I just said both of us his name. Right, I'll say that whole sentence again. You played Duran in the final. <laughs>
2: you, can, you can do it.
0: There we go. Um, and that was obviously streamed uh, on table one. Um, and I have heard through various different uh, individuals that were there um, that apparently like a lot of people were watching that final. Um, it was quite stressful, apparently. Uh, there was quite a lot of tension in the air. Everyone was kind of like, a bit pent up and yeah a bit shaky whatever um, and I think rightly so I think everyone was kind of watching it with kind of like holy shit no one knows what's going to happen um, and uh, yeah obviously he came down with the win and apparently uh, when the game was over it. it there were, I heard that there was applause or something happening
2: yeah if um, I may describe the scene for you right? yeah, because go on. that's, that's um, that was so cool like as Ilya described like um, at the start there were like two, three people mm-hmm. gathering and then it, it became quickly, like I didn't really recognize it at first because I was tunnel visioning. I mean, there was the stream, there was this insane um, game mode also on top of everything. Like, <laughs> why <laughs> do we have to play Darkwing's Dark <laughs> <laughs> Wars? Oh yeah,
1: what oh the yeah. Uh, uh,
2: and like, and then, yeah, it, it well, like, I don't know, I, I don't want to overestimate, but it, it was like more than 10 definitely, right? Like there were, there was a couple of, Guys, and even that was like for me the, my my the touching moment. There were like two guys from the bar who made mm-hmm. like uh, the support with drinks and stuff, and they came over like um, even couple they of those games. And right, uh. he, he was one of the first persons sitting down next to the table, and yeah. like, that was so cool. Like and, awesome. and he followed along, and he he referred to to. Um, to the faction because he didn't know the game and stuff but like he yeah he somehow got attached and that uh, had a very unique feeling to it and as you said like the moment when uh, flixie and i agreed that this is over and we shook hands like everything was like the tension <laughs> was going off not so much for me in this moment because i was still like i don't know mm-hmm. and but but everyone else made me realize that this is over now and um since it got so fucking damn close yeah because several reasons um yeah, that was that was just awesome.
0: That yeah. that is that's awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I didn't know about the guy from the bar coming over. Um I think that that's actually oh, yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. He
1: was running around our tables the entire time. Like, uh, I met those guys because I was part of the crew who basically set everything up. And he was like to me, I watched the show. I really like the show. It's this the game for, for this show? So go, yeah, this is the Tabletop Miniatures game. He's like, that looks amazing. He amazing. never played any game before. And he's like, hmm, maybe, maybe I will try it out later.
2: Yeah, I had a chat with him. Like, he was a really nice guy. Nothing to do with Tabletop or anything. And yeah, yeah. that was the so cool.
0: That is awesome. Like Honestly, I mean, we talk about getting people to, you know, steal them, right? We talk about stealing people from other game systems. And we can talk about Legion players or Armada players becoming song players. But I mean, somebody who's never played a tabletop game before, to see it, to enjoy what they're watching enough without really understanding it, to sit down, watch, enjoy it, and and, and get that same kind of involvement. I think that's, uh, that's really well done, not to just, you know, um, you guys, but the whole community. Uh, so shout out to yourself, Ilya, and, and Bartender, and all the people there. Yeah, and of course you. the players, Larks, and all the other players. Uh, I mean, I mean all... to be
2: honest, like, nothing happened in the game, really, right? From an outside perspective, not knowing yeah. the rules, like, what did go... <laughs> like, yeah, what it did was... Was... <laughs> I mean, a chariot moved once, maybe, and then... <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: it, was, it was actually at one point watching a, a chess game being played out, right? But but you can feel, like, the tension. Like, every move, you know, was... Ah, it was so tense. It was...
0: Yeah it was interesting so we'll move on to uh to the lists there's a list i want you to talk about larks and then a list that nobody wants you to talk about so we'll talk about the list I-, I want you to talk about first uh and that's the um trappers double raiders with raid leader one one double chariot uh valcrust um this version of the nine activation list what was your thinking behind this list
2: you know like i'm i tend to be a little bit complicated in certain situations like during the game for example so what i like to do is like keep other stuff simple and so what i was thinking about like i don't want to think about that long about list picking and i i basically went to it like okay we probably have the best men's game uh, men's list here in the game so yeah props to you that's perfect so i have this one and like what do i think what do i feel it struggles against a little bit i know you can beat. um and i know you can beat um a lannister with it but i think like i feel i'm feeling a little bit more confident if i have like something against armor and like my game plan strategy that i have with this list is basically simple like hold the middle with something like a giant and i know everyone hates the normal giant i love them i know that it has his floors and like the uh, the alternative is Mac, but everyone does it so i wanted to be a little bit hipster and go for one room, room so yeah
0: well also i mean and, i think it is actually subtly important because one one allows yeah. a nine activation build right
2: um, exactly yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to go in this like because the matchups we're talking about is like um like barrels always if like good good barrel lists tend to bring at least uh yeah, peter and mm-hmm. like like um against against Lannisters, you can simply get blocked with Endless horse. So you, I don't want to rely that much on Endless horse, yeah. And that's, that's why I want to go with a 9 activation into it. And then I have like basically a center with Mance, Wunwun, two Raid Leaders. That's pretty cool, because one Raid Leader will end up in contact with something, and something can charge. So that's what I like. And I have my Warcry. That's what I need. And I have two Chariots that can circle. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's no joke. Like, I know Chariots have a limited use against uh, Baratheons. In some cases can be i think we saw that in the in the final as well but um yeah that's basically my thought process that worked well like it's it knocked off um a six a six field activation i think six field activations and uh two ncus lannister is like whole, front, whole yeah. front of heavy metal stuff like that worked um and i i used it against luke actually mm-hmm. because yeah it's a similar case because you have Encode to the juicy, um, juicy, uh, like what are they called? Yeah, the Bolton guys. The cutthroats. Cutthroats. Yeah. Yeah. And and stuff. So that that worked pretty well. And he is still, if he doesn't fish for the like, the, even if he has the position cards, it's still a decent chance I survive the charge with the wound. wound. and And yeah. um, well, yeah, that was my thought posted about the second list.
0: Oh, cool. That's good. Um, go on. I want you to. Talk about this list now. This list, if anyone doesn't know, is Mance trappers with naked trappers, torment raid, uh, torment, and then raid leader both in raiders, Harma Fens, chariot, lady val, krasty, Um Anyone who knows, uh, well, seen twenty grand before, know that I've run this list plenty of times, um, and something that. I've discussed in in length, but I want to I want to hear your opinion. Why do you think it's good? What do you think it works against? What do you think its weaknesses are? How do you use it? Um, because I think we actually have very different opinions of it, which is interesting.
1: Um, Basically, tell Mickey why he's such a genius. No, no, no. Inventing
2: no.
0: I'm interested because the way yeah. I, you know, what I'm like I haven't I have a, I'm opinionated, right? I'm a bit of an opinionated twat, and I I watched that last <laughs> game and I had to do other things. I couldn't watch the full game like full-on but i got about half an hour in and was like larks is playing this all wrong and <laughs> <I'm> just left <laughs> uh and then i came back it's... i was listening to it while i was taking the dog out for a walk and i came back and uh i looked at the game again and went yep you're still doing it all wrong <laughs>
1: um it, it it he felt anyway. like someone else is driving his car and he's like man no you're not supposed to drive it this way buddy <laughs> that that's kind uh,
0: but yeah, no. I'm interested, Larks. I'm interested to see what you think works with it. Why you picked it? Obviously, you think it's good, but why? Um. Um. Yeah.
2: Before I I go to the list, like I think I I would I would love to actually if you watch it closely and then we have a a, a chat about it, like what sure. would you have done different and stuff. That would really interest me because like I know that uh, right from the beginning there was also always that uh, the stuff that. Uh, you and Carlo said like he's too cautious and he's like not playing it uh, the game right and so on. And that's like and <laughs> I I, I, right. I really take this seriously and think like are they are they co- are they right? and um, <sighs> I try to be a little bit more um yeah more offensive and stuff a couple of times. So I think I adapted and I can play both ways nowadays. Mm-hmm. I hope. Well, and I still do like have have my style obviously and um uh-huh. and yeah try to apply it when I think it's suited so i would i would really love to uh, analyze the game with you closely one one time
0: Honest, um, like, honestly honestly yeah. definitely do that uh for anyone who's interested the reason i would say that larks is um different play style uh, larks for anyone who doesn't know plays quite cautiously as he says uh, and there's this very specific game he played against a baratheon player um going back this is uh yeah <laughs> <At> masters <laughs> it, uh, it was in the fair. masters and um and we, we saw him had an opportunity this is 1.6 Starks against Brathians. it's a bit of a strange matchup because the Starks are massively massively favoured but like the Brathians can do these certain curveball things that just fuck the Stark player completely um, and uh, there was this moment Where was it Outriders, I think, had a really good opportunity to come in on the flank of some Rose Knights, I think it was at the time, with the hope to then kind of retreat out and get behind his lines. And and then he didn't do it. And I was like, why wouldn't he do that? Yes, it's risky. He might not kill them. It's risky, whatever. Uh, And then he did exactly the same move two rounds later, but in the front, (laughs) not the flank. And I was like why why wait all that time and it ended up working and he won the game
2: yeah that was no moment of glory i, I gotta bit but <laughs> at the same time yeah. at the same time like there's always from the from the viewer's perspective perspective yeah. and I, I i um yeah. also recognize this if i um watch games and i do that a lot actually mm-hmm. like if you don't really are in the situation if you don't know the hand and stuff like it's it's a, sometimes it's easier or it's it's a different like from, it's from scary, the right?
0: As well, because if you make that play and it doesn't work out, or the right cards come out for him, yeah,
2: and... yeah like wait one round longer for a certain card or something. Like there, there are um, subtleties to that. Yeah, but there yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This was and big shoutouts to George. That was a great game.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a very good game actually. Um, it's against George for three sales. Um, yeah. so yes. Anyway,
2: continue. List, yeah. Okay. Um, like what do I like about this? Like the obvious stuff: two traps, nice. So I have one list with two traps, one list with one traps. And you definitely need one. Like, don't don't go uh, don't go out there without without one. And like, when I first saw it, I gotta I gotta admit, I wasn't different to like anyone else. Like, who probably thought like, well, yeah. I mean, why why hammer and thence like why hammer? I know that you are very fond of hammer, like uh, even back to the the other versions of the game. But still, um, it took me a while, mm-hmm. like seeing it on paper, and but. One of my principles uh, as a player is like I want to be open-minded. I want to use new stuff. Want to try out. Want to see what the others are doing. So I said like, okay, yeah, it's it's Mickey, so it has to be something to it, and let's try it out. And uh, as you because you uh, you mentioned it like um, driving a car or something like it it was a nice car, and that was like very very clear from right when I went into it. Like yeah, right from the beginning. And what I do like is. It gives you like armor. I, I'm not so, so much of a fan like oh somebody triggers sentinel and then you can charge in and start the round you can like do the five hits like I I don't really see great players doing that. I mean it also prevents them from charging because this would happen. That's great. And like um what I I really dig the mobility with a unit that is not a chariot, I gotta say. Like mm. that's the big thing for me. Um like, you can do so much stuff with it. Like, the Sentinel... Like, I, I, I'm not hesitating using Sentinel just for the maneuver. Like, yeah. it's so good. And, um, like, the faction identity in general, I think we agree on that, is pretty, like, reactive. So they... Like, you want them to either lose because they don't do anything, or if they do something, you punish them hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, you want to do it, like, as uncomfortable... As possible, to do something against you with traps, with movement chain against um, of Iquit, um, with diversion tactic, with sentinel, and so on and so on. And like this pushes this unit, especially pushes um, the limits of that. And like you have a pretty solid unit there, like from the pro- profile-wise, mm-hmm. uh, not offensively, but uh, like from from a defensive perspective. And you can really, uh, from a deployment perspective as well, like. Um, you have something solid that you can put in the way, or even not in the way, like on the flank. And I think there's a lot of like the, the deployment is the hardest thing with this list. Like, do you pair up the hammer uh, on the chariot? Do you not? Like, mm-hmm. do you do you use torment on the same side, or do you use a raid leader and stuff? Like, or maybe maybe something else. That's what um, is like my biggest thought process, process like um, right there in the beginning, I guess.
0: But it's I would very, yeah what very you interesting think? you say that because I go through the exact same thought process. And I think against every opponent and every list, it's slightly different. Um, I almost always know exactly the first unit going down on the board. I know where the second, uh, I know what the second unit will be. And I usually know where it's going down on the board. But then by the time I'm deploying my third unit, I'm like completely in reactive mode, completely into what's the board game. What's the game mode? What's the board state? What's my opponent's lists? What am I looking to do? Um, So yeah, uh, I think, uh, as well, I mean, um, Steve in chat says he thinks Harmer probably allows advance to taunt. Yes, I mean, it's the only time, personally, that you can actually get value out of the taunt mechanic mm-hmm. is by having a unit that can march in any direction. <laughs> yeah, um, I
2: triggered it a couple of yeah. times during the tournament, but it did never work. Like, they always rolled a nine or something, and I had oh, right. no panic token. That was a shame. Sure thought, right? <laughs> but what, like to sum it up, like I feel like the Hama unit is what Freefolk lacks. Like that's a medium yeah. cav unit, yes. so to speak. Yeah. And they don't have it. And they, you designed it there, and that's great. It works.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think is I I personally think it's one of the best options available. Um, yeah. And much better than a giant for seven points.
2: So... And I think, like, yeah, yeah I, you know, <laughs> like I think, like if you want to, if you want to perform well in high competitive environment, you don't have to be cocky. Like you have to accept when there's a reality, and so that's what I did.
0: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's interesting that, and we'll talk about it obviously together at some point when we watch games and stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it's very interesting to hear someone else talk about a list because when someone talks about a list, and you know, you might know how your list is created and i recommend by the way doing this anybody ever if you ever play a game um if someone's willing to chat about lists afterwards chat about them like talk to them about you know what about my list did you like what about it didn't you like what do you think was a threat what wasn't a threat um do all of this style and you've you've got someone using a, a very similar list to yours talk about the subtle difference what you think that brings what it doesn't bring kind of like what you lose from it um because that way you might get much deeper feel for a list rather than just oh this unit's good this unit's good this unit's good. Um, you get much kind of like more carnal interest in in how the lists are built. Um, and it is very interesting because you ended up playing in the final um, one of the only Baratheon style, pardon me, one of the only Baratheon style lists that I actually thought was a threat to this list. Which is the Casino Mel list with Mel and Jacken.
2: I um, think to see that you agree, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I I do think it's a threat. I the the theorycraft version that I suggested to uh, Belisarius Kurt from the US, is Queen's Men with Stannis, same exactly same setup. Mel Jacken. I run Baelish over Axel, but I think Axel works fine as well. Like Axel's absolutely fine to have in the list. Um, and then I have the Lightbringers. And then I just have, fuck it, two more units of Lightbringers. sub the faithful. Just run more more Lightbringers. Um, and just, who gives a shit at that point? Because you can't come within 12 or even 14 inches of the units. Suddenly life gets very scary. Um, he ran the two faithful, which might be a better list that's more rounded for the overall game. Rather than just the Free Folk matchup. And of course that's the problem in an event where you don't know if you're going to be facing one list weekend or if you're going to be facing every faction under the sun um so yeah um it is interesting to see that that list kind of made uh, did very well uh and Joran you know who's a is a good player um what uh what did you think about the list in the final then, Lark's playing against Joran's, Joran's double double male list what do you think
2: yeah like it was a little bit of a mind game because like I did break my rule here, because I didn't pick my anti um, birthday list actually, so mm-hmm. I picked um, the man's five o'clock and um, yeah, the thing is, like, I was really hoping that you picked his other list, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. he's obviously an experienced player and don't uh, bring scav that I can reduce to movement one, so yeah, <laughs> too bad. And um, yeah, because like, as you said, that is a threat because he has exactly what I don't want. He has, like, pressure from distance and something i don't want to simply run into so yeah and to be totally frank like i got freaking lucky in certain situations like i want terrain could place my my uh, my tree uh he decided then not to um to mirror it that was his decision so okay yeah so that meant the the role for site didn't matter because i placed uh trees on both sides but like that we came up in Dark Wings, um, Dark Worlds, was good. Because I had a couple of chances to block his NCUs. Mm-hmm. Like, that was nice. And um, I really abused that. We cycled to the, to the deck, like, three times or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Insanely. Like, man's basically stand uh, stood, like, where he was five rounds and always replaced. Like, that... I played the mission hard. Because, like, that yeah. was something I was a little bit... Um, not I think you also but... succeeded yeah. on some Melbombs,
1: right? As far as I remember, was was that the case actually in the first or second round? I remember uh, a mel that you actually rolled off and didn't receive any damage.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was lucky. I was lucky from the from the, yeah. the beginning. I think I could have like hanged it for a while, even if it uh, would have gone wrong. But yeah, I was lucky, and he like even uh, quit failed with the two and three. Oh geez, pieces. yeah, but, like, yeah I, I I will not complain for sure. But um, like yeah. what I want to say is um, before the before the tournament, that was one of my parts in my preparation. I sat down and said to myself, like, look, you don't like these missions, you don't like Winter. Winter. you don't like darkwing's Dark Words. You got uh, I like my ass was beaten by Sir Jacob and other players, which. Would beat me maybe as well, like not depending on the mission, but especially in those missions. And I I went back to school and studied them. I played like I don't know four games of Winds of Winter before the event and a couple of games of Dark Wings Dark World and tried to really understand the game. And that came in handy. And I simply played the mission. I simply played the mission. That was all I did there basically, Mm -hmm. and that worked out. And I was that was I was uh, happy about because um, it felt like I did something and that was important for my success
0: no it's really interesting um we don't we don't obviously talk about it enough really but like preparing for an event um i well everyone has different opinions right i don't know if playing a lot is necessarily best prep for an event i think that you um you can lure yourself into which is a big problem if you play against the same players that you normally play against you'll prep for an event by playing into them and their skews and their abilities. And then you're going, oh, I can take that matchup. And then somebody else comes along who has a slightly different variation of the list, who's a, maybe a better player, and they come out and they absolutely stomp your face. And you're like, oh, but I beat this matchup all the time in training. And it's like, yeah, but it's not actually the same matchup. But it's interesting you talk about like preparing by not just playing the same people all the time. It's about it's about playing like a wide range of people. Obviously on TTS, that's easily possible um you get much, much larger group of people to play against and test against. Um and prepare against. You know, uh I played a game against uh Nachtalb, and he asked me to play Night's uh the Free Folk into the Night's Watch. Um he asked for that training, I was like, yeah sure, we'll go for it and then I played the game and it was interesting. I was fucking terrible. I was playing like shit that day. Um and I got bailed out by some some rolls. Um uh and beat him there but i was able to turn around and say look this is why i think this is what you need to be doing and this is like what i think works and doesn't um it's very interesting very 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 interesting i think um and yeah practicing for an event like that could be helpful like specifically people you don't normally play against who you know are good but then as you say there the tournament prep i don't think people nearly enough do is sit down and read the missions read the cards just we've said it before just Jump onto Stats Builder if you want, or just open up your pack of cards and just literally look through what things do. Um, you know, I don't. Know, Greyjoys aren't a threat. Let's have a look at Targaryens. What's, tar- uh, what's Targaryens' tactics deck?
1: You. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they're not. But you're
1: right. I, I mean, you know, I know what you're speaking of. Yeah, that's I mean, totally fine.
0: We haven't talked about it much at all over the past couple of weeks. Greyjoys are really suffering. Um, they're now yeah. down there in the dumps. And uh, I wanted to give a shout out to your Greyjoy player at the event this weekend. The only well.
1: one, actually, yeah, the only one attending this entire event. Yeah,
0: you had one Greyjoy player, and
1: it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to David, see David.
0: David Bonner um, didn't. Win he was the game. one
1: of the was one of the newer players, so he tried his best. Yeah.
0: I appreciate that. If he's a new of player, course. he owns Greyjoys and he wants to go out there and think, I really hope he enjoyed himself. But yeah. Oh, yeah, he
1: had a blast. He had a great yeah. time, he told me.
0: That's what it's about. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, running out there with Greyjoys, not winning any games. Um, Greyjoys is at a 0% win rate across the weekend. Uh, oh, it's so sad. It really Neutrals is Neutrals so are now
1: a real faction, but I think Greyjoys is debatable at this point, huh? that's uh the
0: the funny thing is i think greyjoys have some builds that kind of work
1: yeah they they have some
0: they haven't really got much else going for them but yeah gypsy gypsy sums up david what a legend so uh hey did he did he get a wooden spoon for it at least
1: uh, I, I don't think we had a prize for the last one place, but I gave out some goodies to everyone oh. involved. So, right, okay. um, yeah, even our one neutral player received a, like a plastic ruler for the neutrals and mm. a, a dice bag. Yeah, mm. but I didn't have any Greyjoy stuff. So sorry about that.
0: Oh, go- how can you not have any Greyjoy stuff, Ilya? That doesn't make any I, sense. I,
1: I'm still looking for a plastic ruler myself. Like, those aren't even released at this point. So my hands are tied, guys. Sorry. I, I oh. tried my best, but, huh. Jesus. He plays- Maybe it. next next time. Next time, surely.
0: He plays the <laughs> game and it's like, oh, dabble a bit in this, I dabble a bit of that. Greyjoy's come out and he's like, oh my god, Greyjoys are out, yes! Yeah. And then he yeah. proceeds to not prepare any Greyjoy prizes. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You got me, you got me there, I think, uh, yeah.
0: Actually, I know what he's done. He's prepared the prizes, and he's gone, oh, these are quite awesome prizes for joy players.
1: I them for myself, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah.
0: maybe. Um, <laughs> right, interesting. Oh, we had some questions, uh, and Larks, you're a pretty good player, so uh, I'll direct these at you. All right? are you ready? You don't look ready. You look ready. Okay, cool. Uh, he said, Question. So, uh, most of the good players in their local community, Chancellor Bunker, in the UK, have moved to running triple heavy, heavy cavalry. What do you think is the best way to beat those kinds of lists? Like, in general? Yeah, in general. Just in general. Not necessarily for a, an individual faction, but... Yeah.
2: Like, I mean, this means, like... They have seven activations maximum, right? Probably. Yeah, so... I mean, I play a lot of against NSB he runs like triple heavy calf quotation marks parks mm-hmm. I I think that's one of the more challenging tark lists that you can face as freefolk but um yeah like if we assume it's normal 5 inch movement calf like everything that works against that stuff like right get get them bogged down use terrain properly so that you Use your positioning so that you don't allow like double charges. Do something that they don't one-shot you. Like the basic stuff, I guess. I I wouldn't be very scared about three calf to be honest. Deck like, two calf maybe with um, something like Tywin or so. But triple calf means they they lack on other departments very very heavily.
0: Mm. Well, uh, it's classic out activation answer is you have more activations than them. Just wait till the end of the round. Position so they can't be dangerous. Prince repeat
2: yeah like yeah. set up set up for counter charges and
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's very unlikely of course most things very few things in the game at the moment are one-shotting the mythical um great john Umber, tully cavalier one shot has not really come to fruition um in okay. the way that we thought it did so yeah um <laughs> uh Right, yes. uh, Another question, which I missed earlier uh, from Chris. I think he's just trying to bother me uh, by answering the same question multiple times because he wants attention. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, Uh, he says, does Lark's think any factions are hurt by a top eight cut? So thinking like larger events where your secondaries might become more important. And unfortunately, that did actually play a role in this event. We saw Rossi and a pianist Miss out on the top eight cut because of their secondaries being uh, not even secondaries, tertiaries, unit destroyed points being lower. Secondary points were also lower as well, um, so they wouldn't have made the top cut there. Do you think that affects any factions any more than others? Well, like,
2: yeah. First of all, like yeah, big. I was I was very sad about uh, the pianist only making it to top uh, like place ten because like he's my like, my local gaming um, partner and a very good friend so he's dear from my heart that was uh sad to see uh because he yeah he, he won three games but as you said the secondaries came in like obviously um to answer it like in general um but that's obviously a restriction um the the tournament had to had to follow like mm-hmm. i think yeah that that is that is a problem and one could say that certain sections are more are leaning more into games that are closer and not so one one-sided so to speak like but you could you could argue that. I'm not sure whether this is the case. One should uh, I think uh search for uh like yeah, what what the um, what the data says basically. Like one should one could um see that. But mm-hmm. um I think one could argue that search infections, yeah are, are hurt by this because um if you have like a couple of narrow winds or something like yeah, you you are hurt by this, I guess. Okay. I We're think sure. like Tegar- Tegarians- are not hurt by it. For example, like right, they they, they like it. forgot, so yes.
0: Mm-hmm. I think um, I think the ones that are hurt right probably Baratheon, because I think yeah, Baratheon yeah. play a very grindy game at the moment, um, yeah. Yeah. and uh, probably Greyjoys as well. I think um, Lannisters maybe a bit, Starks maybe a bit as well. Basically, the lower down you are, because your grinding wins out rather than necessarily getting crushings
2: um yeah yeah, one one could argue that it amplifies um the structure or the ranking that is already there yeah that's not a good thing
0: Mm -hmm. and nothing we can do about that ultimately that's swiss uh, and the way that these things work you know i would never blame anybody for that (laughs) jesus uh that would be uh not not the right thing to do but yeah it is uh it's one of those unfortunate things when you have a system uh that works like that somebody has to lose out somewhere um
1: yeah yeah, that's unfortunately and, the case. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's you know there's there's you you're never going to be in a position where everybody is one hundred percent happy with any form of tournament system. Somebody's going to lose out somewhere. There has to be a cut. You know, if if that cut was like eight nine, and it just so happens that everyone was like above it was on two wins and ev- or three wins, sorry, or more, and everyone below it was on like two wins, it would be like ah, oh, that that's a nicer cut, but. That guy who, like, got a draw and ended up on the like the lost side of the draw and ends up on that ninth versus opponent who got the eighth.
1: Feels bad.
0: It's still a feels bad moment. It, it's still exactly the same cut that gets made. And as long as everyone knows of these things in advance, I don't think it's a problem. And, you know, you guys did communicate this. You had the rules yes. very, very well laid out. So it wasn't like anyone lost out by unluckiness or bad, like, TO on the day or anything like that it was just down to they played a good opponent and hey the good opponent managed to beat them or managed to eke out a better loss than uh, than they would have liked so yeah yeah, um yes uh interestingly uh Philippe Bertrand from France says hello so there you go thanks <laughs> for France uh, uh Stephen Newhouse Jr. says, what is the biggest weakness of the Mance list? What do you think, Larks?
2: Even if I know it, I shouldn't tell it on stream, (laughs) right? Correct
0: answer! (laughs) Ding, 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 ding! (laughs) Uh, We should
2: should keep that a secret, right?
0: Yeah, we should. We should 100% keep that a secret. I actually do think I, I... yeah. do you personally think that the john style nine activation lists are about 50 50 i think it, it really does come to a lot of other factors assuming player skills roughly equal um i think that any yeah. list outside of that is the Mel, the Mel jacken
2: yeah like i see like certain Tark builds can snowball you mm-hmm. like you cannot Yeah, like the games against NSB sometimes become like very scary, very scary to the point where I think like if he had this overrun right now, I'm not feeling very confident. Yeah, And um, yeah, so that are basically the, the things
0: drogo i i really hate when carlo was running his eight activations running drogo Flayed men and the veterans yep. of jorah if you don't have the right card set up and the right positioning that you can kind of manufacture drogo can just kind of go to town on you and you can't really stop him um he just bashes away at things and gets them killed um and uh yeah i wouldn't say it's a counter but it's a matchup that you really have to understand to win it on both sides um and generally speaking, the better player wins out, I think. Um, but yeah. Uh, do you think Targs are more likely to be able to table? Was there another question? I think so.
2: And what? Yeah, like.
0: Than most other things. I'm guessing they're playing. In the Everett? For
2: it. Yeah. And yeah. the Everett? Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, we'll
0: it, yeah. So yeah. Paul pool... <laughs> Spurgeon, I think, in answer to your question, Marks, uh, for beating Triple Cavalry, uh, just get good.
1: Oh wow! Okay,
0: <laughs> that's mark, the best I'm advice I've ever, ever heard. Something. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's not what I wanted to say. Sorry, but I, I think like it's not something <laughs> specific. Get good
1: scrap. Yeah, like um,
0: <laughs> no, he says it. He, no, he's got a little smiley after not. it. It's all in good faith. Um, yeah, I mean. yeah. And then Lee Teddy saying the UK GT next year will be almost certainly be a top cut. Mikhail saying there might be two hundred and fifty-six players. God, it'll be amazing if we can double to two five six. That would be fantastic. Um. Yeah. Luke says just get an average of twenty six kill points per game.
2: <laughs> yes. I mean yeah, if you that... look 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 like if you play against free folk five times in the event that's possible, right? <laughs>
0: yes it is. It is. Especially if he's beating them. Um Yeah. <laughs> and Gypsy's saying range units. Yeah, range range units are something we've seen kind of drop out the meta a lot, and I do think that they are good against free folk. Um yeah, but
2: Mickey, like, don't underestimate... That's one big uh, advantage of your list that I forgot to highlight. Like, Sentinel works on range attacks.
0: This is why it's in the list, right? This is exactly yeah. why it's in It's the only thing that Free Folk, except traps now. We're going to yeah. that, like, ridiculousness. But um, Sentinel's the literally only response that you have as a Free Folk player to a range attack. Otherwise, you're sitting there with, like, Starks. Starks, aside from Sentinel, Sentinel, have literally nothing that works against range attack. You just stand there and take it. Um, Greyjoys, just stand and take it. Um, A lot of other factions out there just stand and take it. Lannisters can at least go, Aha, I have Lannister Supremacy, so shooting me is risky. Kind of. Kind of. When they shoot you and it removes all three ranks and you go, Oh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> doesn't even matter at this point yeah so i'm but dead yeah. anyway
0: they're trying <laughs> uh, yeah um rustpucket 34373 not someone i've seen around here welcome with mance or your other attachments do, are you ever worried about expert jewel list nah like
2: the thing is if you like I'm not, I'm not one of those who places like Mance in second line. <laughs> I, yeah. really, I really think that's a level of c- cowardness that I I can understand that, but like, no, that's Mance goes like in the front line. line. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. and then there yeah. comes, there comes, <laughs> there comes a moment <laughs> where he like pivots and blocks like, he can basically, if he, if you set it up, like basically go like this and um, yeah, you, you block both sides still um, maintain your bubble and stuff and then he sits there and traps and um, counter strategies and maybe shoots he's and
1: just there doing so, things so yeah
2: but yep i got i got him killed once in the event i got to say i got to admit he was eaten up by a dragon so <laughs> no, I feel, yeah i feel that's
0: like very that that's very uh, apropos, just being eaten by a dragon serves <laughs> yeah. him right yeah exactly yeah. i think
2: so yeah that was that was uh, um a nice moment <laughs> in one game mm-hmm. and it was yeah down to was was a mistake I made. So yeah, basically I'm not that worried because I always think like if the Tug player wants to go for the three plus, please like he I, I, I like in the game um against Tugs where I ended up so that he could charge man's with Drogo. Like there was obviously something going wrong. And um he did it and he won a one. And like I always would say go for the wound. You like it's better for your mental health. Do it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh you know what you have. Don't don't try try it out. Um maybe against Watch Captain stuff, but I would I would argue at this point where you can charge man's man's is not even this important anymore. No. You go for the three plus.
0: No, it's better to just kill his unit and then be done with it. Um Yeah, it's uh it's interesting. Terra will they ever figure out how to balance three folk? Um Yes. I actually think that balancing Free Folk isn't that hard. And if you look at Free Folk overall, um, Free Folk are, they're not bad, but they're not great outside of what you see in the traditional style lists that you're seeing at the moment. Um, obviously insignificant is something I've spoke about before. Insignificant needs to disappear not because i actually i mean larks you probably similar kind of feel for it i don't think insignificance is that important in the lists that we're running i actually it's nice but i don't really care i, I couldn't give a shit if those units give up points it's or not it's the
1: cherry on top basically yeah. I, I would assume
0: it's completely yeah. extra um, so but you should get rid of insignificance uh, on the unit because i don't like and i this is a personal thing it's nothing to do with like power level or anything like that i don't like that people coming into the game see insignificant and think oh that's ridiculous i don't get victory points for running it and then other people playing the game who are relatively new then up doing saying like oh i'll just run like seven raiders on the board and you can't get any points for killing me and i just win and it's like that's not a good thing for the game like for people and the community that isn't a positive experience so yeah like that's why i think it should disappear not because i actually think it's that good um any more, at least. Uh, but that being said, you know, it does allow you to run like ten activation builds with just like stupid numbers of wounds on the board, uh, block people out of like, winning.
1: Like, um, in my opinion, like insignificant doesn't even make theme-wise kind of sense because if an insignificant unit, for example, scores a victory point, they're literally not insignificant in my opinion. So um, it's kind of weird. It's yeah, it's one of those abilities that is for new players yeah that's yeah. a bummer.
2: and like to underline your point, um not to yeah again not to flex or anything, but like I want to just to just to point out that I didn't really profit from the the net effect of um insignificant. I mean there are other things you profit from, as you said, because it's factored in in the points' value and it, it mm-hmm. affects the overall strategy, but like I think on on day one, I lost like eight points in units yeah, like that's not that impactful. So, uh, for the first three, three games, I didn't lose a single Raider unit, mm-hmm. and that's not too. That, that that's how the list works, basically, and mm-hmm. not. Yeah, and so I think, as you said, for the build itself, insignificant is not that important, at least not um, in the, the direct effect.
0: No, and even then, like you might lose one or two units in a game, but if you're yeah. if you're playing a game where you're winning, which most games you are winning, you know, um, from the offset, you know, you're you're setting out from round one to start winning. Uh, which is a different matter entirely, which you know we could talk about till the cows come home. Um, but in those kind of styles of games, you're not going to lose units, and if you are, it's maybe one VP or it's an insignificant unit, it's no VPs. But like it would have only been one VP, and when you're winning like ten two, sure, ten three is that much better. Um, so yeah, um, Hope's internal back faction balance will be improved. Yeah, um, I think we all will. Uh, we all think. I think it's generally true of a lot of players at the moment. Certainly, competitively, the internal balance of some factions is quite good. Like Greyjoy, internal balance is probably okay. They're just shit. <laughs> um, Bratheon internal balance is actually pretty good, I think. Overall, I think a lot of Bratheon options are available. Um, outside of a couple of maybe like the new Renly stuff is a bit uh, on the lower side. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I think what I think I do. It's up to you guys, really. I think targaryens are by far the faction that's just whack at the moment
1: yeah um, they're they're a mess at this point it's yeah. like either you play all those you know fully care for dragons but for example uh commander wise like you don't see a lot of very it's always called drogo or maybe sometimes um khaleesi of course um mother of dragons sorry but for example barris and zelmy like no one even touches those commanders anymore. Greyworm sometimes I, I saw a Greyworm lists here and there, but that's it.
2: I yeah, think the Mother they, Dragons is not it's not there anymore, right? Like,
1: yeah, I think we didn't I mean, even have a single. Yeah. list. No. Mm-hmm. it's like yeah, it's it, it it's sad because a lot of options and like a lot of commanders just are just shite right now. Targaryens, and they are not a valid option at this at this point of the game.
0: I mean, it's interesting when we look at you know uh, Drogo got played twice. Uh, sorry, Grey Worm got played twice over the event uh, of the Targaryen players running him, and Drogo twelve times. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's just obvious that Drogo is better. Um, yeah, and
2: it came came to the point like when I when I got the um, starter set, the Targaryen starter set. It was like maybe I take Targs to London. You no. Know? And uh, hmm. I thought, like I also have like not I don't need much to do that right like I have basically everything yeah. I have <laughs> like, adding vehicles. You're pretty much set. Of... Yeah, yeah, that, that Just feels. Just pick up a
0: <laughs> Pe- pick up a... La- yep. Targ Hero One for buy and sell me if you want the MCU yeah. and you're done. Maybe
2: blood riders and yeah, yeah. So that's like yeah so yeah. that that's what feels wrong yeah
0: yeah it does it exactly it, it does feel wrong. Um... But yeah, apart from those, I think Starks are in a weird spot, because I actually think Starks are quite internally balanced. Um, Outside of Eddard, Commander, maybe a bit above the Arrest, but the Commanders in general are pretty uh, internally balanced. The units generally are, except maybe it's House Moment Bruisers. They just, they struggle because the deck's shit. Um, Starks just want to be charging all the time, and uh, games aren't that full of that many charges. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Uh, Anyway, we've moved way off piece there so um that means larks of course winning uh the german nationals uh you will be i assume at some point invited to this world's event that asmodee slash simon are organizing um in singapore i believe not singapore thailand there we go how do you feel about that? Or oh, you don't look very—you don't look, like you care.
2: <laughs> no, I do. I do. No, 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 no. Yeah, of <laughs> course I do. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. My face sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I do care for sure. Um, um, because I, for one point, I—I I think Jasper already got the spot, right? Yes. Yeah. So, and he's like, when I saw him uh, for a couple of times on your streams, like I was—I was very clear that I want to meet this person one time and play against him. Mm-hmm. Because he's like such a great guy, and I really want to come over to to Italy, and uh, maybe now I have the chance to meet him there, and that would be would be huge. And like I think everyone who will be there will be a great player that I already yeah wanted to meet anyway. So I'm really happy, and I've never been to this region of the world uh, as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, great. I'm really um, I'm really happy to be honest. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, yeah, I mean I'm 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 stoked for it. I really hope that. The production side i really hope that the advertising production communication of that whole event goes really well uh you know i'd love to see even if it was even if it was exactly the same as the german nationals event in terms of coverage i'd be happy with that you know um Absolutely, that would be great. Uh, if it's if it's better than that, I'm not suggesting that Seamon or Asmodee will do better than that. Um, but if it's better than that, that would be phenomenal. But if they can do kind of like the coverage that you guys did for Worlds, I think that would be spot on. And I think the community as a whole, like internationally, would really benefit from that. So um, yeah, yeah but
2: like like um, since like when you when you uh, follow you closely, I, I mean, I know all the. All the issues that uh, one could have with this kind of um, kind of tournament, and yeah, there are open questions, right? Like, to how how should this work? Even like, if with the kind of amount of players and stuff, like, I'm I'm not sure yet, and um, there there are doubts of for sure. But um, if it works off and it when it will happen, like, yeah, I'm I'm very happy, and like for my own perspective i'm also kind of relaxed now i don't think i will go with, a, with the same self-esteem to to uk than maybe carlo goes to went to the us but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I'm a, a little bit at least i'm a little bit more relaxed and uh, with more peace of mind going over there to you mm-hmm. to meet you and since i'm under no pressure anymore now so like i obviously want to compete and want to do my best but like i'm not opting for the spot so
0: mm-hmm. yeah that, i mean that's good obviously um Oh, it's good news to know that pressure off your shoulders. Anyway, uh, putting pressure on everyone else now, though. Jesus, thinking that. Uh, I see
2: thinking you there, Yeah.
0: Main event LGT, where I'm like, oh, Larks isn't trying, and now I've got to face Larks in the penultimate game to win it. Fuck's sake! Ooh, <laughs> uh, scary, scary, scary. Um, no, but we'll, we'll obviously see how it all, uh, comes out on the day. Um, cool. Uh, I know Larks that you need to get away um so we'll try and start to bring the episode to a close um Ilya, after all of that are you happy
1: i am more than happy and i would gladly uh, like to organize the next german nationals if we get the chance to do so in 2023
0: yeah yes i'm
1: more than happy and it will be even better than this time
0: are you gonna uh, is there gonna be more player spots do you think
1: yeah we will try to aim for 64 players it would be a dream if we even get to up like 100 something like that yeah but 64 is the next goal yeah
0: awesome that's awesome to hear and uh yeah do you think do you think you'd like to see some more obviously the the guys from the netherlands came over which was great would you like to see some more international players next year
1: it was a little bit disappointed that no one, nobody from Poland actually showed up. Like, guys, it's not far away. Like, where the hell are you? Like, huh?
0: Probably playing their own tournaments. They probably have own yeah, tournaments. They have like uh,
1: <laughs> those 10,000 events going on themselves, I guess. So, yeah, it's it's, busy. It's, yeah, it's so busy, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it's all right. It's all right. And I we think can, at, one point,
2: we... at one point, even the Italians uh, thought about coming over and yeah. Oh, it wasn't. really? Okay. Yeah
1: that would have been great would have been great yeah maybe next time so maybe even some people from France as well like we attended uh, LARX even we did together right tournament we were there so uh, maybe some guys from Paris could visit us as well in the next German nationals that would Mm. be amazing I think I'll uh, and
2: you as well
0: yeah I mean myself and Carlo may uh, may be interested obviously at some point making right right Um,
1: Mickey where the hell were you
0: I know, right? I'm sorry. You're... I've got a life.
1: I can't just. Oh, how, how dare you? I can't you just swallow the for a to I know.
0: Uh, <laughs> no. No, it's um... all
1: right. It's totally fine.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, it would be amazing. It would be honestly amazing. Um...
1: Like like I can't even attend London GT because I'm busy myself. So there's that, right? Mm-hmm. We all have our private lives and things. Yeah, exactly. People have things to manage, so we totally understand that. That's
0: yeah. It's okay. Well. Uh... But it's always good to see you know members of the community coming out um gabriel and chat there uh just joining he says agree would love to go again next year amazing job ilia and tabletop warden so there you go for another player good job um all right then so we'll dive into the tournaments occurring in the near future uh and we will kind of like wind down for the day but before we do where would we be on tourney ground in the modern era, if we didn't have some nice models to look at,
1: oh
2: jeez!
0: Here we go. <laughs> look at these bad boys. What do you think of those?
2: i like, we do have to be on like on the stream on actual time right to see them.
0: You may have to be. Are you are you watching behind, Larks? Oh. <sighs> no. You can watch I'm in Discord. Even, I'm not even watching. You, <laughs> you can watch y- in you Discord. you would be able to see them there. Yeah, Right. You can, you,
1: you um, can just yeah. stream in over Discord. Therefore, you can see uh, Mickey's screen. Yeah. Um, but I mean, those look amazing. But how are we supposed to rate them that it was between zero and zero? Something like that, right? This is like the...
0: <laughs> no, it's between zero and ten, Ilya. But you're not allowed uh, I... to give over a zero.
1: <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. Okay. I see. Um, well, yeah, you know, I am...
0: Obviously, you know, give me honest, honest thoughts.
1: I mean, I'm not a painter myself. Like, I'm playing... This is one of the things why I enjoy this game so much. I don't have paint stuff up, right? like... Um, <laughs> but I always enjoy those very cool-looking models and those people who are putting a lot of effort into their uh, miniatures. Experiment- oh, wow, this is a big-ass X there.
0: Yeah. It looks well, like a uh, front again. Um, I think it's the Grey Wolf. Uh, not Grey Wolf. Um,
1: a, a sp- space,
0: space wolf? wolf. Space wolf axe. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I recognize that axe. Yeah. yeah.
0: Let's uh, let's move Lark's the other side. He's going on a trip.
1: There oh, it there is. it is. There it is. I didn't saw it the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see.
0: But yeah, um, there we go. So
1: I think so. That ends choice, This is a ten. Like, yeah. That's wow. really,
2: really good. High
0: praise yeah. from the German community. Yeah. Larks, if you Lark- saw this on the other side of the field, what would you think?
2: Yeah, solid zero, of course. Like Sol-
0: solid zero. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Larks. <laughs> we know, we know which person here is uh, from the competitive community, don't we, Larks? <laughs> well done, solid zero. Um, this is. Uh... You're
1: always so mean to the people <laughs> out there. <It's> like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ilias like give it to the people tens for everybody um, exactly <laughs> uh, this is another another unit for anyone who's been uh, kind of following these uh, this is another unit from Lucas Aurelius uh, Luke Hartman from the US and it is the last unit that he's been painting up for his Starks in this kind of like um, blue and red theme that you've probably seen on the the Tony Ground episodes uh, for Gen Con this is his last unit done for Gen Con uh, who nice. he will be attending next weekend uh which is happening uh, well this week actually thursday through to saturday um uh and he's finally finished the list so there we go Ooh. maybe we'll see something different
2: after that yeah great stuff obviously yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. looks amazing right. well done.
0: who finishes painting an army like three or four days right. before the event right Jeez.
1: don't even start painting them just
2: Play out of the box. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, don't don't bother starting. Yeah.
0: Didn't right. you just? Didn't you turn up to the event, Larks, and literally unpackaged the Free Folk starter
2: in front yeah. of your first? Yeah, and I was surprised. That's a myth. Like, sorry, guys. He <laughs> yeah, had um, you know, all of all the boxes with him, like everything. Like... I, I just, I, to be honest, I like just had an IKEA bag where I threw in all my box. Boxes. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. He's like, ah, another I, Tony.
0: Okay. It should. No, it it like... should should have had the faction pack there and then as you picked out the cards gone i wonder what these do <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be amazing like oh
2: wow i could summon another uh, raider unit <laughs> that's what Team always tells you right you can can get this one crack it open and start playing like yeah. so yeah yeah right. why not hey that's you know, the like, point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah like um I, I always tell myself like uh, i don't i don't uh, I don't start painting because when I don't start painting, that seems like untouched and I can probably always sell these many if I want to. Fair enough. And so it's like I wouldn't have bought them, basically.
0: Yeah, well, that, yep. that's, that's like ultimate win at all cost level, isn't it? I will own all the factions. I'll never paint them. So they're still worth something when I sell them. And then I can sell them. And then I can go to a new game and buy cool things there, and then play that game, and no one will ever know. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's just without a, a trace. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just literally Larks in the middle of the hall. I've won German Nationals, smoke bomb. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: I was thinking about the same thing. Like,
0: you see, you see a guy that looks awfully like Larks over huh. playing Legion Win- with a moustache, Win- winning Legion as well. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> nice <laughs> uh fantastic anyway yes thanks again uh to luke for those um another solid zero so uh events coming up uh next week um we have got an event happening in london bad moon clan game night just for four player event but it's great to see another small community in london that's happening tomorrow uh we've got an event on saturday happening in russia southern maneuvers 2 awesome uh drunken dwarves duisburg happening. in in Duisburg, Are you going to be that Shout out to
1: Drunken Dwarves.
0: No. That's, uh, I know that uh, Gabrielle, right? He's part of the Drunken Dwarves uh, group yes. as well. So Gabriel. Yeah. Um, uh, Beer Keeps a Man Alive, what a great name. Love it.
1: Yeah, best one.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a one-day event happening in Pontypool. Wow, we're on to next week already. Holy oh, shit, that's not even next week. I'm going to have to do two weeks in a row here. What, two events? What's this? everyone's having a break clearly that's what it is (laughs) uh so this is actually not even next week this is not this weekend coming it's next weekend we've got that we've got a one dayer in pontypool we've got an elo coming event in scotland uh we've got Chelmsford bunker next weekend we've got a 51 tournament the 51st tournament poland have run so many tournaments what the fuck Um, yeah so that's mental. and then another event happening in uh, Le Réunion in France, I'm guessing. Um, and then we're on to the week after that. So lots of events happening in the next two weeks. The big one that we're all kind of watching out for is Gen Con. Um, and the last kind of like piece of news, um, public service announcement, if you will, is there are rumors and there has been discussion and there is uh, stuff out there kind of already been leaked. Um it is likely that we are going to see Martels properly revealed either at Gen Con, just before Gen Con, just after Gen Con. Um, hey. So in the next week, if not before turning round next week, in the next week or so, do set your sight, i sights on potentially seeing Martels out there in the wild. Um, that may be wrong information, but I have heard that in the grapevine. So, i can
1: I can basically say something as well. I have seen some things, not even not only for Mattel's that are upcoming, but I'm not allowed to talk about it because I'm working in a distribution you know part of board for board games and tabletops but I think people it's fair it's fair to assume that there will be something there going <laughs> on at gen-, gen con yeah
0: that's awesome that is awesome to hear um all right then. That will call us for this week. Um, any last words from yourself, Larks?
2: Just thank you guys because I've never been on here before for all the great coverage week for week. Like such a such a great factor for the community, man. Like um, I always enjoy hearing you uh, riding my bicycle to to work <laughs> and stuff. So, great job. Love you guys and yeah. And also thanks again for the tournament. Thanks again for the uh, great scene. It's a pleasure to be part of it.
0: Awesome, thank you very much, Larkson. Yeah, so it's, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, and Ilya, any final words for yourself?
1: Like, uh, I- I'm pleased to be finally on stats, like for the first time. I always listen to you guys while I'm doing my dishes, actually. So, uh, but <laughs> no, no offense. It's like it's like very entertaining to watch you guys ramble on about the current uh, meta and about the releases and so on. So, yeah, thank you very much for having me on. And yeah, thank ev- thank you, uh, everybody out there who was attending the tournament in the event who tuned in actually into the live stream. Um, we were kind of surprised that actually some people from, from the U.S., from, um, from France also turned in. A uh, like, big shout-out to those guys. Thank you for supporting us. And I hope next time we will have an even bigger audience. Um, and we also try to answer and involve people from around the globe and, you know, talk to them in English and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's
0: that. Thank you. Brilliant well thank you very much guys uh it's been a pleasure talking to you both of course and a pleasure talking to everyone in chat as well and we will be back next week where we'll probably have a rundown of what happened at gen con uh which uh, hopefully everything's going to go well there get all the information it may appear on stats in the coming weeks we're going to see uh with carlo being over there it's going to see if he can organize that um so do follow it along there um but till then guys enjoy your week and i will leave you with this glorious glorious face Let's make him real big. There we go.
1: (laughs) Make your screenshots now, before he disappears.
0: See you next week, guys. Enjoy your week.
1: (laughs) Bye. Bye, everyone.
0: Ready? Aim. There's too many. Anyone see my mouth? Stop me.